0: welcome to intuitive astrology with molly mccord thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from october 27th until november 3rd and we are now fully in scorpio season and we have some big energies building momentum as we move into november and begin eclipse season Eclipse energies officially start on the Scorpio new moon on November 4th because it is the opening energy. It is that new moon initiation energy that leads to the Taurus full moon lunar eclipse. So eclipse season begins on the Scorpio new moon, builds up to that lunar eclipse, and then will actually carry through until the beginning of January 2022. That's because this eclipse cycle that's coming up involves two full lunar cycles. And it has to do with the fact that the, as I said, the eclipse season begins November 4th. Then it really gets started and going with the Taurus Full moon lunar eclipse. Then we move into the Sagittarius solar eclipse, which is another initiation and beginning point of energies that goes until the Capricorn new moon on January 2nd. So it's two months of eclipse energies in this cycle. So we're going to have a lot going on within eclipse season as well, because we're also going to have the third and final square between Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus. And we're also going to have Venus retrograde in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in addition to all the other transiting aspects that will be happening. So we're entering a very big energy period. We're already entering it as November gets going and gets started. Now, we are moving into Scorpio season here, where the sun is in Scorpio. And with that energy change, we are granted access, so to speak, to more of our own inner workings, more of how we are motivated, what our intentions are, what we desire, more of our unconscious self comes alive during Scorpio season. It's almost easier to see it. It's sort of like things can be laid out on the table that you're seeing for the first time. Or if not for the first time, you're seeing them again or from a different angle, a different light, a different understanding. Scorpio helps us adjust to what we don't normally see. And it helps us tap into more of the depths of our senses, how your intuition can be right on and very accurate, how what you're sensing and feeling is connecting you to a deeper truth. So this is one of the gifts of Scorpio season, is that we can feel things more intensely But those are gifts, those are ways that we can really move through these parts of ourselves, these parts of our experiences that we might not understand logically or practically, but we're able to tap into the deeper meanings and deeper messages. As November comes to a close, we have some energies on October 30th that are quite significant, where October 30th is when we have the sun in Scorpio squaring Saturn in Aquarius at seven degrees. And that sun squaring Saturn in Aquarius is where we could feel some type of barrier pause challenge, or even a misunderstanding, there's something there that is basically an argument or tension between the Scorpio's intuitive feeling energy and the Aquarius intellectual self, where it could be hard to understand something with Sun and Scorpio squaring Saturn and Aquarius. There could be a sense of this isn't making sense. I don't get it. What isn't fitting here? And then on the same day, Mars enters Scorpio, which is an energy of his strength, as Mars was previously the traditional ruler of Scorpio, before Pluto was associated with the transformation and evolutionary qualities of Scorpio. So Mars has been the traditional ruler of Scorpio. Mars enters Scorpio on October 30th, the same day as this sun in Scorpio, squaring Saturn in Aquarius energy, and this brings in the strength of Scorpio, the strength of deeper understanding, of trusting yourself, of really wanting to tap into the truth, the truth of yourself, of a situation, of a relationship. This is where Mars comes in and gives strength to the Scorpio qualities. So if, for example, on Saturday, October 30th, Even a day before, a day after, there's something you're coming up against. There's something that is stopping you or it feels like a barrier of some kind. It could be that the energy shifts with Mars and Scorpio where you really have a conviction. You can trust your own knowingness. This energy supports that intuitive part of yourself even though Saturn in Aquarius is about the mind and the logic of what you're knowing and what you're understanding, this is a deeper feminine energy related to the heart's intuition, the soul's wisdom, what you've been moving through across multiple lifetimes. That's the stronger energy. And That energy is going to help propel us forward and give us some new truths and some new ways of taking action or asserting yourself based on where you're holding or feeling a conviction. And this is where we can find clarity and where we can find a deeper understanding because the Saturn in Aquarius mind is very intelligent, very smart, very aware of the bigger picture of it all. But that Scorpio energy is saying, don't overlook or override what you're feeling. And I feel this as a strengthening of the heart muscle, the heart intuition, and how you're trusting yourself right now, even when logically or intellectually, you don't know how to bring the pieces together. Then on the next day, October 31st, we have Mercury in Libra trining Jupiter in Aquarius at 22 degrees for the third and final time. And this has been an energy we've experienced off and on since early September because of Mercury's retrograde energy. So once Mercury in Libra makes this third trine to Jupiter in Aquarius, there will be something that connects. And this is great for For conversations, activities, dialogue, really understanding what needs to be said and expressed. Wonderful for the throat chakra to be activated. And I'm feeling a strong connection to the crown chakra. So it's almost like what needs to be said could be very inspiring. It could be very well understood. It's like you finally have clarity, pieces have come together, you get it. And this has been something we've been working through. So if there have been delays back and forth, a sense of why isn't this really taking off yet or happening, there could be something that finally connects here the end of October when Mercury makes that trine to Jupiter in Aquarius. That trine does carry over into November 1st, uh, depending on your time zone as well. Now the next day, November 2nd, we then have Mercury in Libra making the third and final square. To Pluto in Capricorn at 24 degrees and we've been talking about this since September that this has been the stronger energy of Mercury in Libra wants conversation negotiation wants things to be fair let's keep talking this through until we get to a win-win situation. This is where there could be issues or things coming up in your partnerships, in your relationships, maybe something you've been heavily evaluating, something that hasn't felt right, something that is off and has been weighing on your mind or it's been very heavy and you haven't been able to break free of it. This square Pluto and Capricorn has been happening at 24 degrees and it's been the energy of a deeper process underway that we're meant to learn from and learn through and the Pluto energy is always about transformation so when it connects with a personal planet like Mercury there is something in our mental perceptions that's being deeply reworked. It's being challenged. It's been uncomfortable. It could show up as some type of power dynamic with another person, and it's teaching you how to approach a situation differently, how to approach communication differently, how to express yourself Or if you need to say something, you're being pushed to find the courage or to be more authoritative in what you need to say. So that Pluto energy has been shifting us, requiring us to really be intentional with what we speak, how we express ourselves, what we say. And it feels like we're meant to arrive at a deeper understanding and to really get to the heart of something so that you can communicate from that place, so that you can be more aware of what you're bringing into a situation, into a conversation, into something with others that maybe you didn't see in yourself before. This is also the energy of being very strong and clear in what you need to say without overly compromising. Essentially, without giving your power away without saying what someone wants to hear, without playing along because it's what you've always done, or without being the nice girl or the nice guy simply because that's what they expect of you. This is getting into something much more around, why do I think I have to be the nice girl in this situation? Or why do I think it's my responsibility to always accommodate or to always be the one who does this? So there's something that's been working through us throughout September and October, challenging us, mentally challenging us, and helping us see something in a way that highlights our own communication patterns and our own communication habits, and where we have maybe mentally been in a loop or in a place of, I've always done this, so I'm always going to keep doing that. The square to Pluto says, are you sure? Is that really working for you? Is that really your truth? And are you truly honoring yourself in this dynamic? Because if you're only honoring the other person or you're only wanting to be agreeable or be a people pleaser, what you're doing is abandoning your own needs and you're not bringing yourself into the equation and you're not being fair to yourself. So these have been some of the bigger energy themes going on, and we're going to have some of these energies again here at the end of October, beginning of November, giving you an opportunity to do it differently or to see something in a different way so that you can understand yourself and how you've been operating that could come from a very good place, but it could also not quite be enough anymore. It's almost like I can't keep participating in this dynamic. I can't keep playing this game the same way. I have to be very clear with where my energy is going, what I'm participating in, and how I am contributing to it as well. Now, this energy with Mercury and Libra being squared with three interactions to Pluto and Capricorn over the past two months, serves an important purpose as it's helping us reprogram where we have placed too much emphasis on the mind, logic, and practicalities and to allow space for intuition to speak louder, to ensure we're not overthinking too much, we're not overprocessing. we're allowing space in our own energy to hear what we need to hear, even if those messages start off as a whisper or very soft. And as we move through Scorpio season, we're able to dig in to more of our senses, more of the gifts of our senses, and how we're learning to trust ourselves. A lot of the Scorpio experience can show up as all the ways you might not trust someone, where there has been something that's violated you, that's been a betrayal, something that has been painful, hurtful, abuse, trauma, what you've received from others. Because that Scorpio energy is about energies merging, the merging, and where the merging of energies can be unhealthy. And sometimes with the Scorpio experience, you understand and move through things that are not loving, not supportive, not about your own self-value, self-worth, and so you're looking at how to transform those energies, those feelings, those emotions, everything into something that you do desire, you do love, and you do value in yourself, but oftentimes it involves transmuting and removing what has not been loving, what has not been honoring you in some capacity. So with the Scorpio energies, we moved through a lot of energies. In fact, we moved through a lot of layers. And it felt like in the past number of days, the energy became denser. Did you feel that as well? Where we had that Aries full moon and things felt light. There was movement. There was the ability to push ahead or move something forward. And then over the past few days, it felt like walking through mud to your thighs, it was like, oh my gosh, everything slowed down, it got heavier, it got denser, and it just was this major slowdown that required us to go slower. Now that is a gift. That is a gift as well. When we go slower, dig in deeper, sometimes we're able to go further into those depths. Because even the mud has wisdom. Even the mud and the slowdown and the density has offerings, has messages for us. And if we're able to trust that, we'll start to receive that information in the slowdown, in the density. It's a bit like, what am I supposed to acknowledge here? What should I see? What should I tune into that maybe I wouldn't otherwise if I were barreling ahead and moving onwards? So I definitely felt this energy shift into a denser place, and that requires new ways of honoring ourselves, respecting ourselves, and understanding how this too can be of benefit. Scorpio invites us into these hidden realms into the parts of our own energies that we maybe haven't tapped into for a while so this could be a theme that you're feeling or sensing where you're feeling a nudge almost like something pulling at you that has a message or has something for you to understand or to make conscious and one of the gifts of Scorpio is that we do take what is hidden or what's in the dark and bring it into the light and something can be brought into the light By simply lighting one candle, and then that dispels the darkness. The same as when you're entering a bedroom and you just plug in one nightlight or you turn on one flashlight, one torch, then the dark isn't so dark. There is now light. So anything that you're feeling that maybe is heavy or dense, look at how you can bring a higher light of awareness to it and how you can see it. For what it's revealing to you and what these gifts are, what these messages are, and what you might find here are messages of truth. And this is one of the gifts of Scorpio is that the truth can hit hard when you're opening up to greater awareness, to greater energies, and to more of your own intuition. Have you ever had an experience where the truth hits hard, but it feels like a punch in the gut or it feels like something that you don't want to believe or you don't want to trust. This is part of a journey too where we can get an answer information. Something comes through and you know it's true. You absolutely know it's true. You feel it. It has that vibration and that frequency of truth But then the ego or the mind is trying to overwrite it or doubt it or say, no, that can't be true or no, that's not happening or no, that's not me. So what we're doing with Scorpio is we're allowing these truths to rise up. We're allowing these truths to come into the light and to honor them. And something that can be shown to you is ultimately meant to benefit you. Where even if there is something that comes through that. Is truthful, it's honest, it's authentic. Even if you're feeling a sense of loss or a pain or a hurt around it, that is short term. That is a short term emotion or experience when you move through something, when you're consciously working with it, consciously healing it. That is short term, but there is a long term gain from all energies of truth from all energies that are designed to support you. And that means the long-term gain is that you see something within yourself that's ready to shift, change, or evolve. You're understanding how you want to do something differently, and you're never going back. You're never going back to a previous version of yourself, a previous level of consciousness. You're not going back to a relationship dynamic. You're not going back to another karmic situation or a toxic thing because you You have completed that for yourself. You have understood the truth of what that means for you. And that is where you have now a long term gain because your energy has understood where you were ready to transform something. And even though there was loss associated with it, this is part of the Scorpio archetype where, yes, you can gain a lot, but there's something we transform, we lose, or we perceive as a loss. This is also grief, where we understand that maybe there's a grieving process or there's something that comes up that you're no longer wanting or needing in your life and it has to go, but you can still miss it. And this can come up even when you are selling a home or moving to a new place where you're excited about the next step, the next home, the next whatever, but there's still a sense of loss. There's still a grieving of where you've been, where, oh, but I really liked a lot of things about this house. This house brought so much joy. We had good memories here. There was good experiences, but it's time to move on. And yet you can have both feelings or both experiences happening at the same time. And that's part of our human experience when we're going through big changes, especially big life changes, where there is something you're grieving even while you're moving towards what you know is better for you. And so that can be the guiding light as well, is that I know this next place, this next location is going to be even better. It really fits me. I'm excited. It feels like it's going to bring in a lot of great developments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm sad to leave where I've been. or I'm sad because there's been a lot of good things about this place. So part of the energy of moving forward, moving on, does have a loss associated with it of some kind, but you're only losing in the temporary experience, whereas everything that's truly you travels with you, stays with you, is a part of your life, a part of your energy, a part of what you've created, and now you're moving forward to another phase of creation. And so this can be messy at times, and the Scorpio energies can be messy. They can be very dynamic with these layers of things going on, and this is where we have our intuition to guide us. And so I have two stories to share with you here about these types of Scorpio archetypes and how to trust yourself and how it's important to really go into your heart space and to trust what is coming through for you. Because we work with so many people, and we know that people have different intentions and different motivations, but we don't always know what those are right away. It's like it's revealed to us slowly over time, or maybe it's revealed all at once, or maybe it's something that you've seen and you've been watching You've been watching people and their intentions, and I know so many of you are very intuitive. You're psychic, you're readers, you're empaths, you're highly sensitive, you're really good at reading energy. And so I have an example here for you of two individuals, one male, one female, and how their intentions were very interesting to watch. Because for the past year and a half now, I've been watching this interaction between the two of them, watching them like a movie, sitting here with my popcorn, thinking this is very interesting how this dynamic is playing out. And what was happening was that she was really about being in a position of guidance and offering answers. And essentially, though, underneath that was a power dynamic, being in control of something. And he was looking for guidance from her. So he was looking for answers, information, you know, things about what to do next. Very relatable, things we all do. But the dynamic between them became something else because she became addicted to this sense of power and control and the fact that she wanted to give him information, but only information that kept him connected to her. So she was giving him for a number of months wrong information, bad information. Intentionally, she knew it wasn't true. She knew it wasn't the full truth, but that's what kept him hooked to her. And whenever he would start to walk away or or lose interest, she would then find more information or something else to like reel him back in and have him listen to her. And so this dynamic was interesting because there were ego connections on both sides where one person likes to have that power and control. The other person likes the attention, uh, likes the free information, likes being. And so that was one of the connection points was how it, the energy was serving both people. Now, this happens for all of us, and we have to be aware of that. You know, what is this serving for me? How is this feeling good to me? What is going on here? And is it for my best and highest good? And so there was this pattern where she would give him false information uh, and partly because it made her feel powerful to pretend she had access to this information, but none of it was really for his best and highest good. And so as I'm watching this dynamic, you know, there's times when we are not meant to interfere in anything. We're not meant to be involved, it's not about what you should do or say at certain points, and this is part of spiritual maturity, where we're all moving through our various lessons, and those lessons look different at different phases of our journey, they look different in different experiences with different people, and so sometimes the spiritual lesson is to stay out of it, and to not do anything, and let things play out, other times the spiritual lesson might be to speak up, But it's interesting because usually the spiritual lesson is always about how well you're trusting yourself, especially in these dynamics with other people. And to go into some of these questions about, well, what is their intention here? What is their motivation? What are they getting out of this? And that can be complicated. And there can be many different answers. And the same is true for ourselves, where you can ask yourself, what is my intention? What am I getting out of this? How does this serve me? And when you're tuned in at that level, you're going to have more clarity around your own unconscious, your own desires, your own motivations. These are all Scorpio themes, but they are hidden. There aren't things that we see right away or that we even understand right away. They're built into our psychology. They're built into our emotional programming. They're also related to very complex parts of ourselves, such as how you grew up, your own childhood experiences with your mother, with your father. What did you have to do to get their attention or to be relevant to them? What did you have to do to feel loved, feel recognized, feel acknowledged? These can be very unconscious survival instincts that we learned, and then they show up through Scorpio energies. This also relates to the eighth house, which are the energies that you've absorbed or the programming, conditioning, the energies you have that have been demonstrated to you from other people, things that you haven't even fully healed, but Scorpio helps that healing process. So when you have this dynamic going on where you can see more of the layers of what's happening, that's where you can make conscious choices for yourself and how to use your own energy. And in this situation that I was observing for over a year and a half, I was really rooting for him. I was like, oh, if he would trust himself, if he would listen to more of what he's feeling about this dynamic things would change. And so, for example, it's almost like if he was willing to question the information he was given, it's like, why is this information always the same? Week after week, month after month, it's like the same cycling of information. Sometimes it sounds corny. Sometimes it sounds ridiculous. Sometimes it's accurate. But there's nothing here that's new or fresh or 100% spot on because something's off. And I was cheering for him to trust his heart or to trust his own intuition around why this situation was a big opportunity to grow and to trust himself because I feel like he has this really bright light, very big, very shiny light, but then there's the ego that comes in or the mind that comes in and the ego and the mind will shut down the intuition. It will shut down what you're feeling because it wants you to stay safe. So here we have a dynamic of a female who wants to be powerful and controlling, wants the attention of this male, is very much manipulating him, and there's these energies where this is how people operate at times to get attention, to get what they need, or to feel that they're in control. And there's always a two-way dynamic, right? The energies are always connecting in some way. That's how these things continue on. So it's serving both people in some capacity, and it's whether or not they're aware of whether it's healthy or unhealthy plays a big part. It also depends on how much of the truth they can really see and really tap into. Now, I have observed this dynamic multiple times in my life, and what I've experienced, so just consider this anecdotal is that the roles have been the same, where I've observed a lot of men, and it's like masculine men with a strong sense of self through the ego and a strong mind, who feel good when they get some type of attention that feels good to their ego. And what I've observed in this situation is that the feminine has been manipulative, and she's had another agenda, she's had another element of control or something else driving her to get his attention, and one time, years ago, I spoke up about this, and I said to him, she's manipulating you, she really wants X, Y, and Z, and her intentions aren't pure. He said it's something like that. And what happened is that here I am holding a sword of truth. And basically, I got stabbed by my own sword of truth. And he turned on me to defend her. And I said, Wow, okay, this is really not for me. And I've learned my lesson about what to say how to say it and that maybe it's not my place to deliver any of this right again, stepping out of it, stepping away from it. So Years later, years down the road, he lost businesses to this woman. He almost had to declare bankruptcy. He was completely manipulated by her and her narcissistic tendencies in a way that was really damaging. And that was not mine to get involved in. Rather, I was wanting to be of help, but... It's not our place to do so. And this is where it gets interesting. This is also where we grow in our spirituality, in our sense of boundaries, and in our maturity around how to deal with these particular situations where everyone grows at their own pace everyone grows in their own way and when you're really intuitive and you're really psychic and you're tuned into these things and you have a good heart and you want to help people you can think it's the best thing to do but sometimes it's not don't interfere really get clear on your own intentions and what you're really looking for. And what I have learned, I will tell you this, is that instead of saying something, I ask questions. They say, you know, isn't that weird that she kind of keeps giving you the same information over and over? Isn't it weird that every time you try to walk away, she lures you back in on her terms? And, you know, you just ask questions that get people thinking or pondering something and what they do with it is their own business. Absolutely. And that's true for all of us. When the roles are reversed and maybe someone is seeing something in your life or happening within you, then they probably are going to get through to you if they're asking you questions about it instead of telling you something or telling you what is going on. There's something to be said about really coming to these understandings for ourselves, really understanding these energy dynamics for ourselves, this is Scorpio. It is complex. There's multiple things that can be happening, but that's why when you get to the truth of it, you will really understand what it is for you. And that's where it's personal, because then you're going to be like, oh, this was the lesson for me, or this was the healing for me. This is what I was meant to understand. And then we hear about, oh, I'm going to burn bridges with that person, or I'm going to burn bridges with that company, or this, that, the other thing. And when you say that, or that your intention is to cut something off permanently, be done with it, complete, I'm never talking to them again, the more effective an important thing to do is to burn up that energy in yourself that allowed that connection and that energy to transpire. So really what you're burning, you're maybe burning bridges as a way of explaining how you're ending that part of your life or that connection, but what you're really doing is is alchemizing that energy within yourself that participated, that contributed, that co-created that experience. You're evolving that within yourself. That's the most important thing to do and that's where self-empowerment and self-growth also happens. So it can be very smart and very wise to simply be an observer, let these things play out, and understand you don't have control over what people choose, what they do, but you can set the best intentions for them. You can send them energy if you'd like, send them light. I know that some of you have loved ones, you have children, siblings, you have people in your life that are moving through really hard things, and you want to help. You want to do something that supports them, and sometimes the best thing you can do is through energetics. And people will either evolve and change on their own or they won't. And again, you have no control over that. What you do have control over is your own energy, where it goes, and how you're trusting yourself along the way in terms of what you're learning, what you're understanding, and also your own driving intentions. This is also where people develop a spiritual ego. Because they're very intent on being righteous or being powerful or being in control. And this is where we have to hone it in, where we have to be very clear in what we're doing or what we're saying and understand that might not be even worth my energy at all. So in that situation years ago, where I was trying to be this helpful messenger and to give some deeper understanding clearly it was not my place I removed myself completely from that environment that connection everything and I honored the fact that okay this is not where I'm supposed to place my energy at all and I'm going to keep moving forward it's by fully owning it that you're also owning your power and your willingness to see things as they are not as you want them to be or as you think they should be. So when you have the energies of manipulation, power, control between people, that could be their own stuff to work through and figure out. It could be cycles that they move through in multiple relationships. It could be something they're comfortable with. It's just how they participate in relationships. And that's where we understand whether or not you want to participate in that dynamic or whether you're going to burn that bridge and then burn up that energy within yourself that. Co created that connection. So, the second story I have for you is a beautiful story of a man trusting his intuition and the conviction he felt. And what came up around listening to the visions and messages he was receiving. Now, this is a story that was told to me by a very good friend of mine. And she lives on the island of Kauai. And this is her experience. And I even asked her, I said, can I tell this on my podcast? Because I think it's so incredible. And she gave me permission to share it with you. So years ago... When she was younger, she had a very deep connection with her grandfather. Her grandfather was psychic and had a lot of abilities and was very much like her spirit guide in human form. And so she had a deep connection with him. He often protected her and was very influential in her life, especially when she was younger. Then eventually he passed on and of course life moves forward. So fast forward to when she moved to Kauai and she has been on that island now for many years and through various circumstances. Uh, She found a box of kittens that were abandoned, and she was trying to find them homes, and they eventually had someone who responded to the request for adopting some kittens. Not all of them, but some from the litter. So these people came to her house and picked up these kittens, took them back to their place, and helped them get acclimated in their house. Then about a week or so after they were adopted, something came up and they called her again and said, hey, can you come over to the house? We wanted to show you something about these kittens and talk to you about something. And this is where I'm summarizing for the sake of the story. So basically, they invited her to their own house. She goes to the house, knocks on the door, as you do, and this other man answers the door. She said he was standing there with a towel around his waist very much a hunky, handsome man. Looks like he had just left the shower to answer the door. And she was a little embarrassed, like, oh, I'm sorry, I can come back if this is not a good time. And he just kept staring at her, staring at her, which was awkward. And she was not sure what to say. And then finally, he said, no, you can come in, come on in, you are here for the kittens, right? And she's like, yes. So she came in the house, feeling awkward, and sat on the couch And this man just kept staring at her. And she said, it felt like he was either reading my energy or there was something going on that I wasn't understanding. So it was a little uncomfortable. And he said, just a minute, I'll be right back. He went and got dressed. He came back, came and sat down next to her, still staring at her in that way where you're not sure what to do and said, can I tell you something? That might even sound incredibly bizarre. And she's like, yes, of course, it's your house. You you can do whatever you want, but you can tell me something. And he basically said, well, this is going to sound crazy, but this is what's happened. A number of months ago, I had a vision from a grandfather about his granddaughter. And he gave me a vision of a woman in my dreams that was living on the island of Kauai. He said, I've been here on this island of Kauai for three months now looking for this woman who i saw in my dreams i had a vision of her from her grandfather then you knock on the door and i realize you're the woman i was directed to find through this vision from your grandfather i've been on the island for three months looking for you and now you show up at my front door three hours Before I need to leave for the airport to fly back to Europe. And clearly she didn't know what to say. Because either that's the most amazing pickup line ever in the history of humanity's existence. Or it was 100% accurate. And it was because he went ahead and described her grandfather to her. He described what he saw. And he had other information that he had intuitively received about her that was also accurate. And so these kittens turned out to be the conduit that introduced the two of them that brought her to his front door after he had been looking for her for three months on this island because he trusted and followed the conviction of his own intuition. And she shows up three hours Before he's supposed to leave. So, this is clearly a fascinating, amazing example of how guidance works, of how our intuition comes through, of understanding the magic of energies, the magic of people that we connect with, and how. It also was a beautiful affirmation for her about her grandfather and his support for her, especially after he had passed and that he was still with her as a guide, as a spirit guide for her in her life. And yes, they ended up being together for a very long time. And it was this beautiful, energetic connection that you can't plan. You certainly can't force it or make it to happen. But when the energies are pure, when you're really clear on the truth of what you want, what you desire, what you need that's how we manifest. That's how connections are made. That's how connections are formed. And that's where we can see these beautiful bonds develop. And Scorpio is about the co-creation of energies, whether those are healthy or unhealthy energies or anywhere in between. But there's these energies that we're always participating in. Scorpio can help The cleansing away of anything lower, anything that you no longer want. It can help you be complete with certain lessons and help you go higher, higher into trusting yourself, higher in your partnership with spirit, and higher in knowing that you're supported for what you want and desire. And then magical things can happen. And that's because of your intention and how you're trusting yourself, trusting your heart and trusting your energy. So this Scorpio energy digs in to what is in our hearts, digs into those intentions that we hold, that we carry, and then the energy reveals it even more. The energy speaks to us in these very magical ways. So I hope that story gives you some reassurance of these energies and the magic of it all and how things can come together in beautiful ways, especially when we're trusting ourselves, when we're pure in our intentions, when we're not trying to manipulate others or control them or have a high and mighty complex or righteousness or any of that. All of those energies will play out as they need to rather it's about. Trusting that we're always supported and that the truth does reveal itself. It reveals itself all the time. So it might be useful over this next week and as we move into November to be very aware of the truth of your intentions, of your motivations, how you're operating, how you're showing up, how you're interacting with others, and how that is an ongoing co-creative experience. The November soul growth astrology program is now available with all the astrology of November, including the Scorpio new moon and that Taurus lunar eclipse and what it means in your own chart. You can find that information and link below the podcast here and with coupon code Scorpio. It's only 11 bucks. It also includes the astrology of the personal planets for the month of November, so I hope that is useful for you, and the idea is to look at these energies in your own natal chart, to track them, to follow them, and to be aware of what's showing up for you this month, and yes, you can still get the 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Program as well, that one is 50% off with coupon code BUY, 2021. That will also be below this link. And I'm mentioning that because we still have some big astrology in November and December that you might want to look at in your own chart. So as always, Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for your connection, your time, your presence. I hope that Scorpio season brings you some beautiful magic over this next week, and it also shows you more of what you're ready to see and what's ready to be revealed to you. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And starting last Friday, I'm now going to have some weekly videos for you every Friday on YouTube, and this Friday, we'll talk about the upcoming energies of transiting Jupiter in Pisces as it's moving really fast through Pisces and what that means for you, what you should have a heads up about, and what's good to know about here before we enter the energy fully. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you either on Friday, Monday, or Wednesday. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead, and I look forward to connecting with you more soon.